Hey, we're back. Another edition of Soundcheck Flicks. Excited to be here. I got my man Graham here, and we have the legend known as Jake Nager. Jake Nager is a drummer extraordinaire. Uh, the list is long. Uh, I'm I'm amazed. He's uh, he's played with some artists that I love dearly. I still can. I, I'm waiting for the day to see you jam with Big Daddy Kane. Uh, but tell us about your drumming experience over the years. You, you have a, a brother who's a drummer as well. You're, you're, are there other drummers and musicians in your family? Uh, my my oldest brother, Jules, he plays guitar. He does? Okay. And so... Have you yeah. all played the Casbah stage at some point? Um, I don't think Jules ever did. My sister actually plays... She plays like... She played synth in a band called Rosa Rosa. Okay. Now she's in a band called, uh, what are they called? Witchface? Witchface, she's actually playing guitar. And I think they have a show coming up at Tower, I think. I'm not sure. But yeah. I, I was think- going through my records. I found a, uh, a Jake Nager Breaks 45 I have oh, nice. in my collection. You've put out some Breaks records as well, huh? Yeah, just, just that one. Just the, the 45? I thought you had like a 12 inch as well. No, well, that's the re- I did a record like a you know of original music, original music. But yeah. yeah, I'll probably do another break record because they're so easy to make because it's just drums. Sure. So it doesn't take that much time, and it's it's fun. So did you play the Green Circle stage? Ever? I never did. I was kind of I was kind of just getting started when that was happening, okay. and I kind of it closed kind of right when I was kind of. Your brother posted recently because he just played at the uh, the jungle room at Lulu's there at the uh-huh. Lafayette, and he he commented how it reminded him yeah, of had like of the, the same Green vibe, Circle Bar yeah. a little bit, yeah. I mean, Legendary a, Acid Jazz a lot, Club, a lot bigger room, obviously, yeah. but yeah, I guess it's kind of got that similar kind of vibe. It's got a much larger dance floor, and my band is actually playing there this Saturday coming up. Oh, cool! Are you excited just, about just that? In. Oh yeah, totally that's kind stuck. of like a. Thank you, Tim Mays, for making that happen. It really is a great addition to San yeah. Diego. I mean, as much as I maybe complain a little bit about the Lafayette and how much money they've spent on that place, um, but it is a beautiful property, and it deserves to be that nice. And mm-hmm. to think of it having like a, a, a jazzy supper club vibe in that in that space with that clamshell uh, backdrop for the bands and, and what used to go on there probably in the 30s and 40s when that hotel was yeah, originally built, like so it kind of captures some of that, kind of yeah. Stuff, yeah. Where you go for dinner and drinks, and you're sitting at a table, <clears throat> and it's kind of swanky. They filmed Top Gun there. One oh, of the I scenes. know that. Yeah, you know that? I DJed there years ago when they lost their liquor license temporarily. It oh, used to be wow. like a an '80s dance club in there, and I got to DJ a little bit nice. when, when they must have served some underage. But so I, I do want to set the table here a little bit with Jake <laughs> for our audience. What are we doing? I want to set the table. Sure. Who, I, tell us who you played with. Because like in the hip hop side of things, you played with some people. So like Big Daddy Kane, who go. I'm currently back playing with after like 10 years. Nice. Can we get that I'm, here I'm, in I'm San flying Diego. to New York. I know. We're, we're working on that. You did it in Oakland, right? Recently yeah. with the Surefire Soul Ensemble. We're playing in New York th- this coming Thursday. I'm flying How does out. that relationship begin? You've been a part of his world for for a long time i was really excited when i first learned this basically from a band in la that was backing him up at the time called connie price and the keystones and uh they got they got rid of their drummer and uh i just kind of happened to know those guys and that was one of the you know people that we backed up when i started playing with them um 
Scion used to do these little tours called the Scion Metro Tour, and it would be a different hip-hop artist every month. So I did this group called MOP. They're mm-hmm. from New York. That was the first one. Those guys were kind of gnarly and scary. Like I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And I can cuss, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Rip, let it rip. All right. And then we did, uh, it was MOP, and then we did Red Man, which yeah. was just like, I mean, I was like, scared to death obviously but But stoked stoked but you're just like man i better not (laughs) fuck up you know right right. and then we did the beat nuts yeah um who else do we did we did a one-off with de la soul it was like for toyota they have like their car show like in vegas so we did like a one-off with them and then like we've we've had like Soup from Jurassic Five has caught up with us and legends. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I just blown away. Big I mean, Biz, Biz Marquee <laughs> even got up. We did Kane's like twentieth anniversary, and Biz came up and did just rhyming with the Biz. I mean, it was just like, what the? <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, it just. It's a trip, man. When you get to play with like you, kind of like quote unquote. Like heroes, it's just kind of like, man, am I? It's just like real. Like it's just, I'm just this kid from like East County, dude. Like, I and, never would have thought I would have done anything. Like maybe played the Casbah or like, you still Soma. Like the, if I did that, I was like stoked, you know. And you still do like uh, perform at churches and and do Sunday church stuff too. I do right? like yeah. I'll I'll play like at different churches. I'll call me to play because I kind of. I kind of grew up in that that whole world, you know. Right, right. But I mean, obviously, I, I I get paid. I'm not like doing it. I'm not volunteering or anything. When's the last regular band like you played with, like consistently, like here? Um, I mean, Surefire still plays yeah. there a couple, probably a couple times a year. That um, credit. I mean, yeah, that was like, dude, <laughs> that's a that's going back. But yeah, we used to play here. I played with Fluff for a bit. Yeah. You know, I did some shows with them and Incredible Moses Leroy. Yeah, I'm sure there you, you remember. Go. And that I was a fun the, San Diego The first project. show I ever played here, I was like underage. Really? So I had to like sit outside. Who was that with? This band called Ice Cream Headache. It was like a surf. <laughs> it's the guy from Termaliners. Oh, yeah. okay. Who, who actually was like my music teacher in school. Huh. So yeah, kind of full circle there, but. You you've grown up in San Diego your whole life. You've been here. Yeah, I I lived in L.A. for like six months, like back in uh, 2009. Was that you trying to pursue a, a different level of professional drumming? <sighs> I and mean, be yeah, up in like the- just because a lot of the gigs I had were with like were L.A. based, and it was just there was an opportunity for me to move. I just I kind of hastily did it and didn't quite work out but i mean sometimes in life man you just gotta you gotta take a chance you gotta take a risk and then more recently you brought in the surefire soul ensemble guys to actually play with big daddy kane as well right i brought those guys in it's like man if you get an opportunity where you can bring other people up that are like your friends i mean you gotta do it you can't yeah you can't be a gatekeeper man i don't (laughs) know I mean, if I'm gonna be having, if I'm gonna work with a band, I want it to be like with people that I know and I'm like comfortable with, not just like some hired gun dude that's like maybe kind of a dick or just like not. You know, you, you don't really get along with them, like you know. Have you ever auditioned for any 
big bands like to yeah. be their drummer? Uh, funny story. In in uh, 2008, <clears throat> I had just gotten off a tour that was like kind of crappy. Like it wasn't wasn't very good. And my buddy gives me. He calls me. He's like. Hey man, he's like Macy Gray needs a drummer. He's like, can you be up here like today? <laughs> so he sends me like he sends me like four songs or something. I mean, they weren't like super difficult. And sure. I'm like, okay. So I listen to him. Drive up there. We go to her house, and it was just me, him, and like the bass player. It wasn't even the full band, and it was like. We were playing the songs, but it was like, she wasn't even like, it was trippy. Like she wasn't even like paying attention. <laughs> He's like, Hey man. He's like, I, this guy drove all the way up here. Like, can you at least, could you at least like listen and just like give me like, is it, is this going to work? Or sure. Not? I ended up getting the gig and then it just ended up not working out. Like it was kind of a bummer. And is she interesting to work with? She's I- interesting to work with. I'm not, I'm not like disparaging. No, no, she's no. just kind of an interesting yeah. person. Artist, and you know, I back in two, 2019, I don't know if I ever told anybody, but I got a call to play with uh Santi gold. Oh yeah. I didn't get it, but that was kind of an sure. interesting. I'm a fan. Kind of an interesting thing. It would have been cool. But yeah. Just, they just, you know, it just doesn't always work out. You think it's going to, but I tried at least. That's long, all you can do. How long have you wanted to be a professional surfer? <laughs> uh, Did nice. you grow up around the beach? Well, here's the funny part is, okay, I never was really in, I wasn't into surfing at all. Okay. But my brother, he was like a, kind of like a, like a boogie board guy. Sure, sponger. We, we lived in East County. So that says a lot. And it's just one you of those things. You didn't even have a wave pool out there, I don't think. We didn't think. even have a wave pool. So, yeah, I've, I've never been into surfing. So I, I, so how in the hell do you pick 1987's North Shore it's to just, be your film to for talk me, about? For me, it's it's been this thing where it's this like kind of cult thing, like underground thing, and just like the, the, the lines in the movie – have just become it's like part of my regular like vernacular and like everybody that knows me like my my friends like sure. we, we just say it back and forth and like you know I, I don't know it's just a silly thing that we just kind of i mean a phenomenal time for it to come out nobody had seen anything like this in a good portion of I mean, the country that was the kind of surf first kind of covered. surf movie like like that where it's kind of like yeah what do you call that kind of movie it's almost like a it's, it's not a comedy. It's like, oh, it's kind of the Karate Kid in a way. Right, wax on, wax off. Yeah, same, kind same of, yeah, thing. Yeah. Rick and Chandler definitely have a Miyagi for Daniel sure, thing going sure. on. Mm-hmm. And there's a nemesis and. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it's kind of, that. that's a good way of. Uh, but all yeah. those films, you know, 86, 87, this, you get thrashing, you get gleaming the cube. Right skateboarding but i mean big wednesday was the the surfing film for me as far as like a mainstream film but you know then this time coming out with the the in the 80s the the sex wax the day glow colors just the Uh, whole element of it it was coming into its own well i like that you bring up those two movies too thrashing and gleaming the cube because on the skateboarding side of it those are the movies that North Shore is on the surf side yes, of it. Like, exactly. Those are the movies that get quoted all the time that if you're not into skateboarding or surfing, you probably never even heard of these movies. 
I mean, North Shore to, to people who don't surf. I've mentioned this movie that we were getting ready to do it to a few people. They had no clue what I was talking about. Yeah. Even our jefe, Tim Mays, had never heard of it. When I just, <laughs> yeah, I just mentioned it to him an hour ago. He'd never heard of it. Like, yeah. And I'm like, no, within the surfing community, this is like a Bible. Like, they love the shit out of this movie. Uh-huh. Like, you were talking about the quotes. They quote the hell out of this movie. Um, Dave over at Soda Bar, one of our bartenders, he owns Pastel Surf Shop here in town. Okay. And I mentioned to him the other night that we were going to be doing this movie. Boom. He just started ripping off quotes for like five <laughs> minutes straight. And I, I had no idea this movie was so quotable. But in the surfing community, it is. But yeah. can we just say there's only one character that has the best quotes throughout the entire film, and he's not even the main character. Turtle. But Turtle. God bless Turtle, man. <laughs> yeah, he's Return the man. Return of the Living Dead, Point Break, and what was the other one? Uh, Tombstone, or what did you say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he's the one. Why don't you take that sorry and shove it up your ass? Is he, re- is he related to Regis? He's a Philbin. I doubt it. Okay. He's too cool. He's uh, badass. He he's is just, cool. He's the seminal <laughs> SoCal. He could have played Spicoli. Yeah. <laughs> He kind of. <laughs> well, I love that he, you know, he didn't have that vernacular and all that. He wasn't that. He was a surfer. Yeah. But he was from here. Yeah. Uh, he and learned that shit pretty quick. He absolutely did. I wonder did. if he gets chastised for that to, to, to people. To, I mean, he I, shouldn't. He nailed yeah, it. That's what I, I mean. don't think so. I think he's probably gets a lot of pride. Yeah. I just wondered if any like locals ever. That's the whole ever... thing with an actor is you go into a group, you study them, and then you act that part. That's right. exactly what he did. He flew uh-huh. out to the islands. Yeah. He listened to that pigeon English. He walked around learning the culture <laughs> and he talks like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he nailed the shit out of it. I yeah. can also say the most emotional moment for me in that film is when Rick takes him back to the, the who's the Svengali. Chandler takes Rick Chandler. out to serve. No, 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 Rick takes Chandler back to get Turtle. Oh, to oh, show him the board. And the board oh, and that yeah, moment yeah. when they get to, it was magical. And I was like, I was just yeah. feeling for Turtle so much. Well, that Rick moment. had just screwed up and had shown himself to not be a terribly good friend to Turtle. Yeah. Turtle. So he owed him that, yeah. you know, to show his board to Chandler and say, no. Right. This guy that you've been sleeping on for five years in your own shop is a really talented person. Yeah. He played that character so well, man. It's like I felt for him in that moment. And it's like, he's getting it. He's getting what he deserves. And that, that board was beautiful. Yeah. And John Philbin, I mean, we, we loved him on the Point Break episode. We loved him here again. We, I mean, we're going to get <laughs> Tombstone and Return of the Living Dead at some point. We're, we're going to do the foursome from John Philbin, but... I feel John, like if you're he should have done more. Salchek flicks are big fans of you. We yeah. love you. I feel like he could have done more. Oh, yeah. In yeah. his career. You yeah. Know? But he's just a big surf guy. I guess he does shaping and stuff like that. Does he? I think uh, so, yeah. He surfs all over the world. Jerry Lopez mentioned him in an interview that I was watching with him that he'd gone to Indonesia surfing with him. Jerry and stuff. Lopez and Sean Thompson, man, those guys. Dude. The Hans biggest Hedeman. surfers in the world. The two, um, I actually wanted to see, I would love to see a film with the two Australian, uh, it was Australian and a New Zealand surfer. Alex uh, and Aki. Those yeah. dudes were hilarious. I wanted yeah. to see more of them and their dynamic. They were hilarious. <laughs> just, they were funny yeah. together, just the two of them, their yeah. characters. Well, also, so we do, we do need to let our listeners know that for anyone who hasn't seen North Shore, um, basically kind of the plot, it's fairly simple. It's Rick is a kid from Arizona, mm-hmm. and he learned to surf in a bathtub. Wave pool. Basically yeah. in a yeah. wave pool, yeah. yeah. And so he wins this competition. He's 18 years old. 
and he's got a uh, half scholarship to an art school sitting out there, but he is, he wants to go ride the big waves. So he takes his $500 he wins in, in his uh, competition and he flies to Hawaii to stay with a guy that he met six months ago. That he had met six months yeah. earlier. This is very 80s. We did this kind of shit in the 80s. You Six months earlier, you <clears> met this guy, <throat> and he invited you to Hawaii, and you're just going to show up on his doorstep and ask for a place to stay. Right. Well, that's the that's the theory anyway. So mm-hmm. he does this. He shows up at the Gentleman's Club, Club right. Hubba Hubba. Hubba Hubba, yeah. Where this guy works at, and he, of course, doesn't give a shit, and is like, buy yeah. your drink, get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. yeah. So lucky for him, Alex and Aki are sitting there, and uh, they do some terrible strip club he, shit. He jumps up on stage. Yeah, something you're not supposed to do in a strip club. And they get kicked out, and then he, he goes, hey, and they're like, come with us. Like, yeah. get in the car. And so he piles go. into the Jeep, and they all run off together. So now he's living the North Shore life. <laughs> and then they make him go get sugar cane, and he almost gets killed. By the, yeah, is that the goal, just to cut down some cane yeah, that they're like, burning? Yeah, he's like, get some sugar cane. In a burning and field. He gets yeah. one. Yeah, and they like, wanted three. Like, you gonna go one? Let's go back. That's like his initiation to yeah, the to that's the what island he said. culture. He's like, "This is your initiation." Yeah. <laughs> See, I got the accent down. Bro. I've <laughs> so seen it so many freaking howdy. times. So then they go back to Lance Burkhart's house, right? Played by Laird Hamilton, mm-hmm. the Adonis. I liked his yeah. body paint. I, I really <laughs> like that Laird is, uh, you know, still an up and comer at that time. I mean, he's already famous in the surfing world, but I love that he had no problem signing up to play villain. Right. I really like that. I was like, yeah, good for you, bro. Like, you're a good looking dude. Like, play the villain. Go for it. Yeah. I like yeah. to dig it. And he, he does a good and he's job. A, he's more like the other character where he's kind of a shooed uh, competitive surfing in a way. He is kind of got a. a a soul surfing vibe to himself. Who? Laird Hamilton. No, no, he's the no, he's dude, the hot he's, dog. No, no, I'm saying in his own professional career. Oh, he's, in his he, real life, oh, yeah. real yeah. life, yeah. yeah, but not so, yeah, in real life. He's well, a big wave surfer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's more like the Rick character, a married bit. to Gabrielle Reese. Yeah, no, he's more like Chandler. I met both of them. Did you? Yeah, really? uh, at Kogo Kogo Radio years ago. It was because of her. Yeah, but he was in tow. She was still crushing it on the volleyball court yeah, back then. That was like in the moment, all of that in the moment. He's yeah. a big like. What does he surf now? He surfs those like hydroplane boards. My, I've heard he but, does the paddle boards and stuff. Oh, now does too. he? Because he's older now. But they have those crazy yeah. like that they raise up off of the off of the yeah. surf a little bit. He's an innovator. He could do. I mean, he gets oh. towed into those big yeah, waves yeah, and some yeah. of that stuff. I've watched. He's he's legend. Incredible. He's legend, legend for real. I mean, that's the real definition of the word legend. Like. But he, yeah. yeah, no, he's a hot dog in the movie. I mean, he's the opposite of Chandler, Gregory Harrison. Right, right. Uh, Gregory Harrison, we kind of knew basically from Trapper John MD, yep. the uh, TV show. He was yeah. the younger doctor and uh, didn't really see him much until he popped up in this. Right. And he's a he's a pretty sweet character. I mean, that's a real guy. Yeah. That's a real guy that moves out to Hawaii or whatever and meets a woman. and Or was he from there? He was a native, maybe. Oh, but, you mean it's based on a real... Well, no, that's, I'm just saying that's a real guy that does that. Right, There's all yeah, kinds of guys. Yeah. yeah. They do Ali it. from the mainland moves. They got to do it right, though. Falls in love local girl. Yeah. He get what he deserved. <laughs> Shapes boards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's just... <laughs> Isn't yeah. that the dream? I mean, come on. Living on an island, riding waves. Dude, I mean, Beautiful what wife else? cooking you a meal. Seriously, there's that moment in the end where where Rick is headed off to school and uh, Keani is there and he's or near the end. 
and he's trying to talk her into going to New York City oh, right, with him. Right. He's like, come to New York City with me. I have a half scholarship. We can make it work together. <laughs> yeah. Or I, or if I'm her, I'm like, or I could stay on this beautiful island and live in yeah. paradise instead of going to your city that smells like pee and everyone's yeah. angry. I'll stay I'll here. Stay here. <laughs> yeah. You go do your thing. It's like one of the worst offers ever yeah. to go with this Howley she just met. Maybe she wanted to escape. You never know. Could have happened. Could have gone both ways. She so, was too loyal to the hooey to go. Yeah. Well, that's her family, too. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, it is her the family. Hooey. Let's talk about the hooey. I like the, the, the Jerry Lopez's henchman, whatever that dude's name was. He was oh, yeah. funny. <laughs> the character, the dude that steals Rick's stuff, and it just he... Right, his yeah. accent. A little over the top, but... He actually just passed away, I think, a few years ago. Oh, really? I was doing a little research. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah, he, well, he got his ass kicked by our, our hero, Rick. Yeah. It's nice to see Jerry Lopez, even though he was the badass, but you see that moment where he lets, lets all that play out, kind of, you know, that they actually just have the, they don't all beat the shit out of him. It's just well, that that's moment. The moment. Yeah, you expect the hooey to just swarm him and kick the shit out of him. Yeah, right. And, you know, no, Jerry Lopez is like, did you take his stuff? Yeah, you pound him. Well, then you pound him. You pound yeah. him. Yeah, and uh, Jerry Lopez was a real famous soul surfer yeah like yeah the big wave him and sean thompson were the two you know they're both featured in there well sean thompson's himself and then at the end he gives uh rick props he's like holly boy and he gives him like the shaka at the end of the competition yeah so it was kind of like validation even before that when he's when he comes out to the wave and he sees chandler and rick sitting out there on the big waves and he's not Uh doing all the hot dogging and all that and and Chandler kind of tells Rick in that moment he's like he's like oh no 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 that guy's cool like Vince right. like that guy's kind of like me he's Vince a soul surfer loca. yeah he's from the he's from the Hui too but yeah. he's not like those other guys and right. you know he is cool he's he surfs up and he's like what's up guys yeah, like, sure. and you know you can tell then he's kind of a decent guy so when he gives him the shout out at the end that's pretty yeah. cool well, it's because like, he doesn't have his minions behind him yeah. just like any of those gangbanger dudes yeah. they're all pussies when they are oh, by themselves. Yeah. You can edit that if you want. Okay. Like, I don't hey want man, to get shot. you said it. <laughs> I well, and also if you're a Conan the Barbarian fan, you gotta love Jerry Lopez because he's uh, oh, right. he's Conan's he's wingman. That's yeah, right. yeah, he's the thief. Uh, but he he plays a great role in that movie. It was really fun to see him in this in another role. Now he doesn't have a ton of roles. If you look at his IMDb, there's not a lot there. But um, Big Wednesday, of course, is right. in there. But when did that come out? Like in the '78. Right around there. 78. Oh, man. When Gary Busey tries to barbecue himself in that movie, he's fucking genius. And that movie is the genesis, really, for this one. Sure. Because, I mean, in the closing credits, right down at the bottom, you see special thanks to John Melius, who oh. was the writer-director of Big, Big Wednesday, Wednesday and so Conan good. the Barbarian. You know, I've never yeah. seen Big Wednesday. Really? Dude, it is Do so I good. Need to see that? The greatest yeah. American Ooh. hero, uh, that actor. I love the greatest William American Pat. hero. Yeah, William Patrick. Yeah. He's the main character. Yeah. And Busey just rules. He's so good. Of course. He rules in everything, dude. But Milius was a surfer in real life, and he wanted to do... Sh- I mean, Apocalypse Now. I mean, Lance. Uh-huh. I mean, he oh, puts yeah. it in Apocalypse Now. I mean, he's just... Milius was maybe one of the more famous writer-director surfers we've ever had. Maybe the most famous. Just interesting, mm-hmm. all of that that stuff, that the action sports popularity just exploding at this time. And it the fact did. they like made in the movies. late 80s, that was kind yeah. of a big... Yeah. Well, it was those movies we mentioned. There was Thrashing, yeah, Gleaming the yeah, Cube. Yeah. There was, you know, there was this. and Skateboarding was getting pretty big, too. But um, 
skateboarding. They had all those skate parks at that time, you know, between that time That's period. True. And then eventually, because of lawsuits, they shut down. Did you ever go to the skate down. ranch? I did. I did Oasis Skate Park under the freeway. I did one called Wait. Moving On that was over in Lemon Grove. And then I did Del Mar. Oh, uh, skate ranch. But I was, I, dude, I had, I never, same thing with surfing. I never really, I, growing up in La Jolla, come on, wind and sea, there's a, there's an amazing surf culture where I grew up and many of my friends did gravitate towards that. And isn't and that kind of like intimidating though? That's part of it. It's also like, it is that it's soul about, surfer it's thing. It's all about the turf over like in wind and sea, like. Definitely had that vibe. I mean. Get out of here, kook. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is same our thing way. was territorial, you know. But I took to the, I love the shore break, the whomping, which was a, um, you didn't ha have to go out into the water that deep. You get barreled every time. Uh, that was super fun until I got pulled over the falls, slammed on the beach back oh, in 2014 no. and tore my ACL in my right Ouch. leg. That was not cool. No. But yeah, surfing is a way of life. <laughs> and, and it is here. Um, yeah. It's pretty amazing that this film exists in the way that... Uh, it covers all the things. It almost what are what would be like in the elements of hip hop. You know, you talk about um, it covers it covers all the bases of surfing from the the slang. The um, it just covers the culture the really board well. Making. The board yeah, making, the board making, the just those things. You know, your design, yeah. Yeah. design, yeah, your style. Yeah, I mean, all those guys had different styles that they were writing. You know, Laird's style was different than you know Mark Fu and Derek Ho and all these guys like. Laird Hamilton's like laying back against the wave on some of those shots. It's pretty yeah. dope. Like, like pulling himself back up. Like, yeah. Man, that's some stomach muscles there. Well, I remember growing up and the big thing would be like, there was a theater in La Jolla called the Cove and all those um, like surf movies, you know, would just be footage of people surfing with music and you'd go sit and that would be the thing. You go hang out and just watch, you know, before the internet and YouTube and, you know, to see these, this happen. And, even today, like I love like when Mavericks recently, even just in San Diego, we had these crazy waves breaking. Right. I mean, the cove, people were surfing the frigging cove. That has only happened like in my lifetime, maybe once or twice before ever. Um, it's just fascinating, you know, when these things happen. But the Mavericks, which is up, up in Northern California, and I'm fascinated. To, I don't want to do it, but I love watching it. What's that? Just like a famous break or something? It breaks. Yeah, these surfers, because you realize these big wave surfers, they're literally available to fly anywhere when shit breaks, and they oh. do it. They still do it. They still, if something like that, when Mavericks is going, they're all firing to get there. Oh, yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah, think, some guy, there's a guy that did was the first dude ever to surf Mavericks, maybe in the 90s, or like to find this break that like, it's like a once a year break, though, <clears> that it's just like North shore. I mean, that's all we knew about big wave surfing forever right. was like Waimea Bay at these places. They, the big wave surfing only happened Pipeline. in Hawaii. Now they've discovered there's other ones, bigger waves all over the world. What's that one down in South America that has like the hundred foot waves. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You imagine oh my God. watching those dudes. It's just hard to put that in perspective. Well, I like that the, the a lot of these guys had surfing experience. We already mentioned John Philbin had his experience. And I guess Gregory Harrison had also grown up around mm -hmm. surfing. And then Matt Adler had too. But it was kind of cool that Matt Adler was also kind of like his character. He had been more on this side. He had never surfed anything like the waves in sure. Hawaii. So he was kind of learning as he was going too. 
And it looks like that's him in quite a bit of the surfing Huge. footage. He is in some of the footage. I was surprised. Maybe not the bigger waves. No, there's but, definitely ones yeah. where you could tell it's a body double. Right. But I was surprised to find out that he is in some of those shots. Yeah. He is doing it. Yeah. Because it's obvious. I mean, you can see him. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, can we just say that one of the most enjoyable parts of the film is watching Nia Peoples. Uh, yeah. You'd never get enough Nia Peoples. I was so upset when I was recently rewatching Deep Star Six, which came out right after this, and she gets eaten by the underwater uh, monster. <laughs> and I was just like, "No, you can't do. She's too fine. You can't eat her." Uh, yeah, Nia Peoples. You know, so we had a funny moment the other night where we had watched this movie, and then uh, on the DVD there's a thing that says alternate ending, and you click on the alternate ending, and there's a scene. And it's clearly not Nia Peoples that's doing the scene with Matt Adler. And so we were like, wait a minute, this smells like something was reshot here. Sure enough, it was. Uh, the movie was 75% of the. So we have a Back to the Future situation here right. with Eric Stoltz getting replaced. This movie's 75% of the way shot, and they just realized the girl's not cutting it. She isn't good enough. It's just not going to work with her. And. Nia Peoples is hot at that moment. She's on fame. She mm -hmm. has albums just starting to come out. She's a singer. And so they call her in and she gets the role. And then her big face is all over the poster. And and she's just a knockout. She was perfect. What was her show on MTV? Not fame? Or no, no, she had like a like a show like late night on MTV. Oh, probably. Like a talk show kind of no, thing. Like a, just she just play videos and I can't remember. Oh, I don't doubt it. it. She was gorgeous. She was a video vixen. She was made for that. But it was I mean, like on like late at night though. You no, know? probably. Like dance machine or something. <laughs> some people's she, dance machine. Like, that. like I remember that, you know. <laughs> no, I saw her on there's one of the you know those reality shows where the couples like swap? Yeah. She was on one of those. Really? Yeah, it was it was a trip. Couple man. swapping. Yeah. I wish I was on the other end of that. I know, mm. man. She is a knockout. And I just love that <laughs> that Nia Peoples of all people was called in to save this movie. Right. Like they didn't call in like, you know. The party machine with Nia Peoples. There we go. Our late go. night American musical variety show that aired in syndication for one season in 1991. Oh, my God. Nia one Peoples season. and executive produced by Arsenio Hall. Oh, Arsenio oh. might have been And then she on was that. on Walker, Texas Ranger, What's Pretty Little Liars. Now? Oh, who knows? And her he number came, one record, Trouble. He came back, right? Yeah. Like a few years, like 10 years ago. Well, he did the Coming to America too a few years no, ago. No, but he his show was back for Arsenio a minute. Hall, yeah, yeah. Oh, briefly. And then it like I guess it just didn't like all reboots. He's still like involved in like behind the scenes network. He's he's a legend. I mean, I'm sure he does all right. Come he's on. still got his money. He's still got his money. <laughs> yeah, oh, I always thought like people. MC Hammer should have like a show. <laughs> Let's bring Hammer back. I think I think it would be. I mean, I guess talk shows are kind of like on the way out, but I don't know. She's yeah, 62 nobody cares years that. old. Nobody cares. I mean, and people still watch hot. the daytime stuff. Right. But, like, nobody watched. I, Not when's the night. last time you watched, like, a late night? I don't I haven't watch watched Jimmy Fallon in years. Like. I love Colbert. So Colbert's always fun. I'll watch if, if, it's like, if it's a band I like. Yeah. Right. But then you, well, you can always just watch the clips. Now the they have day. a new one on after on CBS with that Taylor Tomlinson. 
Uh, um, it's the new the new late night show, like the late late show. Oh, that replaced. It's, but it's not like a talk show. It's just it's weird. I don't actually enjoy it at all. But yeah, it's a network produced it's thing. Not I last. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, not like surfing has. <laughs> so the <laughs> it's a so, way of life. So the ending here when they're doing the pipeline, when they're having the whole competition, mm-hmm. uh, we get Lance Burkhart, Laird Hamilton, right. Makes it to the final against our guy, Rick. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls some shady shit. Yeah, he pulls his leash. Pulls his leash, bro. And, and in the and surfing competition out. world, that's a no-no. Yeah. And he gets caught on camera doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye. Can I just add this? Mecca lecca hi, mecca hi ni ho. Mecca lecca hi, mecca hi ni ho. The professor is, is John John Paragon. John Paragon is Jombie. He's Jombie. Fuck, I love that shit. Pee Wee's Playhouse. That blew Holy my. I, you know, I never knew that. And it when, <laughs> when he died, like I kind of just looked him up a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, how did I not? He was super close to Elvira, and they used to perform at Not Scary Farm. Elvira did like a show mm-hmm. at Not Scary Farm, and he was part of that production as well. I wow. don't remember that at all. I mean. Used to watch her obviously. Dude, I saw Striper at Knott's Berry Farm. Remember, when they, remember <laughs> when they used to have? Let's talk about that. Oh well, first they of all, Bibles in the crowd. Well, first of all, that's the, okay. First show I ever saw was Striper. Fuck I was eight yeah. years old at the California Theater, which is <laughs> yep. downtown. You know, long defunct, but it was my dad took me and my brothers down there. I mean, I just thought it was like the coolest freaking thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, you know, like I was you didn't just know it was for Jesus. Did you? Well, at the time, like <laughs> that was the thing, you know. They were rumored to throw Bibles. No, they did. They did, yeah. Into the I audience. That's we, your first for show. Mine we, was we used Nights to, and Services. Dude, we Satan. used to go, we'd go to Knott's, we'd go to Magic Mountain, like all over SoCal, we would go see him. Striper? Like, yeah, because that's when they we used to have shows. Like, you followed uh, Striper on tour. No, but like we'd go like, hey, let's go to Magic <laughs> the Mountain. Park tour. We'd go to Magic Mountain and they just, they're playing. It was, wait so, a minute, this ties into the church thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, now I get but it. But this was only, like, from 85 to, like, 87. That was then, their reign. And then it was like, eh, I was like, <laughs> I don't Slayer not. killed them. <laughs> Did you ever see that weird band at Disneyland that there's a whole story about that uh, kind of like a Star Wars band almost? Yeah. Star Wars band. <laughs> Striper, that, though. You know, didn't they just recently play wh- San wait, Diego? Wait, what was your first show? Kiss and Cheap Trick. How about you? That I paid for or that I was taken to? Just, just, I mean, both. Like, what was the first one you were taken to and what was the first when one? When I was a little kid, my dad was a, you know, was a country fan. So oh, okay. I would get taken to like George Jones and like Roy Clark. Well, what and, like, was the stuff first like, like when you're like out on your own? And you're Billy like, Ocean. Wow. <laughs> what yeah. year was that? 85-ish. Mine wow. was. Uh, Were you like the only white guy there? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'll tell you where I was really the only white guy. It was two years later when I went to see LL Cool J and Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince oh. and Eric B and Rakim and Public Enemy. That's Whoa. a good one. And Houdini. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I was definitely the only white hey, kid in that audience. Come and that out was tonight. in Kansas? That was in Kansas. That was the cool. That was one of the coolest shows Fuck, I've ever what a seen. Show, man. And it, yeah, it was like the third concert I'd been to, maybe. Huh. And How I, old were you? Like 16, maybe? You were just. Just by, by yourself? Just there by myself. I was in love with it. Nobody else wanted to go? No. 81, um, I saw the English Beat and The Clash at Golden Hall. That was like my first without my mom. Oh, right. 
But then the weirdest one I've seen ever and stands out to me as being truly unique. And the only reason all these bands are on the same bill is because their skin color was Stetasonic, Fishbone, Public Enemy, and Living Color. Where? Four bands that never should LA? really. Yeah, but Santa Monica Civic in the early 90s. That's maybe. sick lineup, though. Like, it spoke to me, but it still, like, was yeah. kind of an odd lineup at the time. the first real show that I saw, like, not with my parents, was uh, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Chili Peppers. That was a good at, one. Yeah. But the, uh, what was it? O'Brien? Bing, no, the Bing Crosby Bing Hall. Bing Crosby Hall. That's where we Delmar thought Fair. we were going to see Eddie Vedder die because he, I would, know, dude, it was he climbed insane. up into the rafters, which was the thing he did, but... Dude, he, I mean, no no safety harness, nothing. And plus, somebody pulled the plumbing at that one, and it got flooded on the floor. But I was thought, a good one. honestly, I like Pearl Jam out of the three. I we, like, we, I we, enjoyed we, them. I mean, Nirvana <laughs> at the time, I, I just, I think just because it was just, they were so huge at that point. I was like, man, I don't know. Great just, triple bill, though. We chili weren't totally peppers, hating on the chili peppers yet. Chilies were okay <laughs> then. Like, they hadn't totally yeah. jumped the shark. They've been I, overplayed I kinda, on the radio. I kind of liked the thing them at that point. Them. I was like, oh, these guys are cool. Yeah. Then. So it's like, like chili peppers and Sublime I was ruined like the by the radio. I went with, like, some buddies, <laughs> you know. Time. But, hey, Sublime's coming back. Reuniting for Coachella. Did you see that? I know you yeah. want to go. Jesus Big Christ. Sublime fan there. No doubt. Heaven no doubt. Help us. God Aquabats. help us all. There, there you go. Hey, two how, tone, many, how many times have you life. been to Coachella? I went for like the first twenty years every Dude, year. Dude, I heard they're like they're having trouble. They're having trouble selling tickets. tickets. This is the first now. time in decade. Well, in the a lineup's kind of booty, man. Sorry, and the headliners are doesn't matter special. because the kids. What the thing is is doesn't matter because kids bought tickets not even based on they who just want to be seen there. And so the wow. fact that they're not maybe doing that is what well, was the, an influencer bigger, thing. And it yeah. turned into that. Yeah. And I'm happy for one to see this happen. I want to see it fall on yeah. its face. I'm tired of this. Like, I mean, that festival break. spoke to me for so many years. Those first, those first sure, 20 I mean, until, you know, I mean, God bless them, but yeah, Roger Waters and Prince and Guns N' Roses, some of those acts that they put on there eventually were at Paul McCartney. I liked it when it was cool Steely and Dan. indie. Um, but hey, I mean, I think, I think Drive Like Jehu played. Yeah, I saw right them. Here. That was cool. But not many people Rest were there peace, watching. I think that was the last year I went to Coachella. And honestly, like they're in a big tent and there's like 100 people watching them. I, f I felt like that, you know, because it's not the crowd. Those people are well, of there course, for something nobody else. Nobody knows who that band is. Yeah. You know? It's still like that for some of those acts that play there. So um, while we're on music, let's talk about the soundtrack. <laughs> okay, please. Do you have any favorite songs on the soundtrack? Uh, let's see. I mean, there are there are a couple of pseudo echo songs here that are very '80s. There's "Living in a Dream" and "Funky Town." There's a couple of reggae tracks with "Black Uhuru" and "The Wailing Souls." Uh, Chris Isaac drops "Blue Hotel." I'd say a "Am I the One" is Am kind I of the one that's for, Gary for me. Wright? That's like the iconic <laughs> when I think of North Shore. That that tune when that comes on. Rest in peace, Gary Wright, by the way. He just died. Uh, a the few Killing years ago. Joke song, Chessboards, is pretty dope. There, that's playing in one of the, uh, I think it's the early competition. Yeah, I like that one. Kind of heavy good. synth. Like. Yeah. Um, and then the Journey song is so goddamn cheesy. Oh, but Happy to give. They play it like two or three times. It's kind yeah, of the they, love they song. They roll it like at the ending. Uh -huh. And then when they, they're like making out. Yep. Right? And it's off Raised on Radio. It's off the last yeah. Steve Perry album with Journey. But uh, they did. It's not like it's a special song they did just for the movie. They just they just gave them that song it, from their yeah. album. Yeah, um, Nia Peoples also has "Be My Lover" on there. So 
She's doing her thing. I'm a oh, big. Is, uh, is that the song like in the party scene or something? I think so. I'm a big oh. Stiv Bader's fan, so that Lords of the New Church song is fun. Yeah. Which, which one's that one? It's uh, what was it called? M style. Oh. This is a low-key, decent soundtrack. I know. Like, it, it, it is. is. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it some Dude, credit. I've been trying to hunt it down. Like, yeah, I bet it's hard to find. It's got the, the punk. It's got the 80s. It's got the reggae. You yeah. Know, like, the, yeah. The Chris Isaac track. Pseudo like Echo, you know? yeah. Funky Town. Get down to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun, you know? And, and, and it's a slice of time. Of uh, It just fits perfectly as the soundtrack to the film and... You know, yeah. I love that slice of time, slice of life. Yeah. Kind of takes you to that place. It takes you back for yeah. sure, man. I totally remember a simpler those, time. Those um, times just being a little grom. <laughs> Even though I wasn't a surfer, I was just still a little. I was, I was like, only, I was 10 years old. Yeah. I mean, beach culture, you, you're, so. it, I don't care I tried, where you. I tried to boogie board a little yeah. bit. I sucked, but I tried, you know. And the surfers are going to make fun of you hard on a oh, sponge board like that. Of but. course. Yeah, there's that whole thing. I mean, you could go surf La Jolla Shores and PB and all these places, but places like Sunset <laughs> Cliffs and Wind and Sea or Swamis, you know, there is potential for some of that territorial uh, vibe or, I, or like keep the, the Barneys year, and Kooks out. My family, we moved to Del Mar. Uh-huh. So we went from like East County to, so it was like such a huge like shift and yeah. just everything, like the beach and just like, it's all like rich people and stuff. It was like such a like. I love up in Pal. I've read these stories, system, but you know? Palos Verdes, uh, up near you know between Long Beach and and Redondo Beach, and that right. it's a very ritzy, rich enclave oh, yeah. of Los Angeles that has all these kind of weird um, beach access areas, you know, and the people live there, you know, that's their right. property. Right. They definitely do not want people coming there sure. to go to these places, and there's a spot in particular that some like rich dudes are are playing the full on like gangsters on their spot like they're beating they're doing oh wow shit i've read stories about it like it still happens out there territorial claims um i got a question other surf movies are you a fan of other surf movies like blue crush or no i never i saw bits and pieces of that yeah i like i I love point break yeah i I mean i use some of those lines too And but you said you hadn't seen Big Wednesday. I hadn't seen Big Wednesday. I mean, there's not like a ton. There's of, not a ton. There's, there's Soul a, Surfer. There's that one. Soul uh, the girl that got her shark bit off her arm. Oh, right, right. Some of it's the time. That's, yeah. I think, just reflecting of 1987. Something about that year and just like. Yeah. This movie's at the right time and place. I mean, it definitely it before had, the it X had a lot to do and, with like my brother being into it. Like, I probably would have missed it. Yeah. Most likely, so. Definitely had a lot to do with him, and we would just watch. I mean, that's it. the California dream. I but guess. I have so many friends of mine that just love. The they dream. love the movie too, and we just. I've been to that wave pool, by the way. Years ago, I won a contest from the radio station, like an employee contest. Oh. And I've act, that water park is it's not Arizona. Palm Springs. It's right? in Palm Springs Oasis uh, Water Park. So, I've been in that water park. So it's still there. It might be. I think it got refurbished or something like that. It's still there. Do we have? There used to be one. We down have one down in Chula Vista. No, but uh, uh, the Wave House. Oh yeah, to, yeah, those things. Uh, but they, the, the they way took, that they push the they water. They took that out, though, right? I thought they were still down there. I haven't been down there in so long. I don't know. If I it's, tried to do that. That's not easy. <laughs> and then doesn't like 
I want to do the one. I want to go check out Kelly Slater's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. Where is that? Um, Victorville. There's one. They're oh. gonna. Those are starting to pop up as like a thing. They wanted to put one down here in San Diego Bay by Seaport Village. That was like one of the um, proposals for redeveloping Seaport Village was to put in uh, a wave machine thing. Have you seen those things? No. It's like literally like a train engine kind of pulls this device that creates the perfect wave. They have these other ones too that are like a circular pool with this like plunger thing it goes broom and creates it's hmm. insane the technology. But Kelly Slater's part of the the groundbreaking stuff, I'm I guess. It's like the perfect huh? wave. Yeah, it's up in Man. up in middle coast uh, mid California. But thanks for getting us to watch this movie. Yeah, man. We, thanks, we, for, thanks for having we, me. We on. gotta get one thing from him before he gets out of here. What's up? We need some quotes. We need some lines from this movie. Some lines. Just, just, just what goes off your head? Um, we just gotta let them rip. Where'd you learn to surf? Surf in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen bigger waves in the toilet. <laughs> Got some yeah. turtleisms. Uh, what's what, what's the turtle? <laughs> do in the wave. Oh. When the wave breaks here, don't be there or else you're going to get drilled. <laughs> Sharks. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's so many, man. I was just, I, you know, as someone who came into this movie blind, I had yeah. no idea that it was like that kind of quotable movie and yeah. until Dave busted him out on me That's and I was insane. just dying. I was like, oh, my God. You guys really do love the shit out of this movie. Poor yeah. turtle. Out here and why we treat you friends more better. You gotta learn how better. to duck dive. Duck dive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ride waves going straight. You still have a single fin oh, mentality. Yeah. Out here we treat more better. It's, a, it's an old man's board, Chandler. <laughs> that wasn't a wave. That was a ripple. Ripple, yeah. <laughs> you, you took his he stuff. Hot ripper, he hot ripper. He busts his stick. Stick he shreds so bad. <laughs> That's like the little the her brothers. You know that scene where he goes. He's like, "Hey, what's up, is Keanu?" He's like, "Yeah, what's up, Kook?" <laughs> Those little fuckers, man, they're hilarious. He's like, "I really had it with you." I can't understand half of what they're saying. Like they come up at the at the luau. Oh yeah, would you Neil. like some raw fish? <laughs> I and, think I'm good. And Nia Peoples is being all gorgeous, right? Keiko, Rusty, and Pila are the brothers. <laughs> nice. You know their names. Hell yeah, of course. Uh, How could you forget them? I couldn't. I couldn't understand them. Oh, what did he say? You J-O-J? <laughs> F-O-B? Uh, from the mainland, if that's what you mean. That's funny. I mean, but that's how that's how it really is over Fresh there, Fresh off dude. the boat, he was dropping that right then. Man, I wonder if that was dropped in cinema before then. Maybe that kid was the first. Maybe. Hawaii's most I lovable think that's pretty re- a realistic turtle. portrayal, though. Like, dude, if you're like a Howley going after like a, a local girl, sure. They're, I mean, they're very protective and like territorial. Like, yeah. what the frick? You Especially know? if she looked like Nia Peoples. Like, he yeah, yeah. I mean, like got every dude, every dude's trying to like jump on that. Yeah, she was just trying to get Rick killed. I swear to God, that's all. <laughs> you think it yeah. was just a ploy just exactly. to get him? Suck him in, catfished. Uh, Turtle's quote still resonates some 35 years after yeah. the first wave pool movie. <laughs> they had a, so good. They I had a, Turtle on the podcast. They had a screening up at La Paloma, like, whenever that was, like, anniversary. Sure. I think I think Turtle was there, I believe. 
I didn't make it. But. Hey, mandate next time. We'll go, okay? Oh, yeah. Well, what? Well, no, the 40th is coming up. What, it, five years from now? Oh, no, no, let's see. No. Three be, years. Three years from now. Yeah, okay. So maybe they'll do like a, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't that big. What do they do? They do Point Break Live, or isn't there like a whole thing with that one too? (laughs) Oh, you could do this movie live if the right people were doing it. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Easily. Especially people love surfing. Yeah, for sure. It is. It's a good one. Like a a table read thing or like an actual like production? Like a production, yeah. I just wonder how many kids moved to... uh, Hawaii or, or California from this film. Like, how, I wonder how many kids were inspired to try to, to, to live that dream. You I'm know? sure. I mean, just like any, any just, industry. So, yeah. you know. We're blessed to live here. Like, like, you know, we talk about that with a gram, you know, like you, these are movies at that time before the MTVs or before all this stuff. And where else were you ever going to see that? And then all of a sudden it's yeah. on screen and it's so romantic and near people's is beautiful. And the, like, why the hell would you want to stay in Kansas City? Why yeah, would I want absolutely. to stay in San Diego? I want to go to Hawaii. I could live uh, there. Yeah. I could eat raw fish and sugar cane. <laughs> and poi. Oh. I guess that's more like, that's not quite Hawaiian, but. But anyway. let's talk about the real problem here. It's the white man that destroyed Hawaii <laughs> for the sugar cane. Yep. Whitey. And that's a whole nother story. Colonialism. Whitey does it every time. Man. Damn Whitey. It's all our fault. Damn Holly. <laughs> when, when, when he wipes out Jerry Lopez, he's like, damn Holly. Damn Holly. I Jake. do like that Chandler breaks that down to him and says, hey, man, these guys have been dealing with white guys coming out yeah. here and pulling shit. And yeah, for years. For yeah, like, for years. Yeah. So if you're wondering why you're getting a little pushback, this is yeah. why. There's a, a lot of layers, and it's a fun film, and it definitely gives you that peek into the that culture in that world and if you've never seen it before in your life you've learned so many things and yeah. it's still iconic today as we've noticed and these things resonate with surfers today or non-surfers like yeah. myself yeah. <laughs> have you ever surfed no never, never <laughs> tried, man. Uh, robbie from the soda bar was really um boggled by the fact you picked this film was he? I don't know. I mean, you figure it would be somebody well, that Well, you never even heard of it, right? I don't think so. Well, yeah. I think we're all envisioning you on a surfboard. Like, you're like the biggest person that works here. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's something we're thinking of. Yeah. It just shows us a little bit more into your, your persona and who you are and that this film resonated so much with you and, and that yeah. it still plays a part in your life today. It still does, man. <laughs> my, my roommate loves skateboard and surf movies, too, and he can't do either one. So yeah. it's... Man. You know, it's in the culture. But uh, I'm turtle, man. Turtle. It's like, it's like, it's like uh, Tracy in, uh, in, uh, in Repo Man. And I guess even for that matter, Batman, um, but the, the things that come out of his mouth are just so poetic and beautiful. Turtles quietly kicking knowledge. I wonder how, um, did he ad lib that stuff? I wonder if a bunch of that was written out. I mean, he just plays it so well fun movie jake what's next then is there anything we should plug before we get out of here uh well i'm playing this saturday but by the time this airs it's, it's <laughs> no, okay. can you think about a month or two out um big daddy kane will be playing the casbah in uh, uh, december 2024 yes 
but we'll like see. We just put it out there. Let's start putting just some put stuff out, out that, there. That mojo, You're man. You're going to be playing more gigs with TV on the radio? Oh, that wow. was a one-time They're gig, They're not right? doing anything no. right now, yeah. Kip has been doing something, I think, right? Yeah, Kip, yeah. But you have, a, that's, that footage is still available, right? What was the show you performed um, on? It was for the KCRW Morning Becomes Eclectic. Nice. But we actually, we did it at the Apogee studio, and it was like a nighttime thing. So that was cool because usually, man, I've I've done those before, and you have to get there so early. Yeah, and like getting to L.A. like at like seven a.m. is kind of rough. What's your most memorable moment of playing drums, or like I don't know what? Is there any experience, time, place that stands out for you when you're in the zone? I think probably <clears throat> Prospect Park. And Brooklyn with Big Daddy Kane with like 5,000 people was pretty. Is there footage of that? There's that... footage of that. I mean, that's like where he's from. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's kind of like, it was kind of nice, cool to be a part of that, you know, because that's like where he started, you know. I mean, he's OG, man. I think, I think every about... time, honestly, I, I play on stage for me with him, it's just, it's so surreal. I would and imagine. It just, it just trips me out when he like, he'll call my name out on the mic and I'm like, what like this is not this is not real respect not, to you for it's that not man. real man it's so cool i just want to share that experience and see it so i know man i'm i'm trying to talk to those guys but we'll, we'll make it happen they get them at the music box or something oh yeah somewhere i, I mean i'm gonna see them and on thursday so I'll, I'll talk to the manager about it i love it so north shore Good pick. Thanks for being on our podcast, Jake Thanks, Major. Guys. Thanks for being a part of the Casbah family. Yes. Um, and keeping us safe in here. Oh, yeah. Do you have any bruises from the Bronx shows? No, it was actually fairly mellow for those guys. We were just talking about this earlier. The Bronx crowd's gotten old. So is the band. So, I'm, I'm, so I'm not saying the they're not great. I, no, I, no, no, I mean, no, they still bring my, it. Yeah, Holy they still bring crap, it. They sounded terrific man. last night. Yeah. But it's just that... Matt used to spend half the show in the crowd. Right. He only came down one time each night into the crowd. The crowd, I mean, I remember pulling 15, 20 crowd surfers down at each show. It was I, zero. It was zero. And so I'm like, the audience has got a little bit older. You know what this <laughs> town needs? Different an movie, but an enema. <laughs> oh. oh, sometimes, sometimes. But thank you to the Casbah. Thank you, Graham. Uh, Soundcheck Flicks is available on all your favorite streaming services. Are we on Apple yet? We will be on Apple soon. And we're taking a break at some point. No, soon. we're not taking a break. They're oh. not going to know about that. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we're just, yeah, uh. we're, we're still releasing one every week. So Good. that's why we're doing these all this week. Yeah. Bear. It's a bear. They're it's a bear. Thank you to our team, Orion, Eric. Not Orion. Emily. <laughs> everybody holding it down on the backside. Yeah. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks to the Casbot. Thanks to forever. Auto forever. With all the interest, we appreciate your interest in being a part of this. Yes, and, thank you. And bringing a great film to us. So thank you, Jake I, I listen Major. every week. Keep it up. I'm, I'm an avid listener. Tell, tell more friends. I and will. Tell I'll friends post it when it comes they out. They tell two friends. <laughs> Graham, I love you. Thanks for another week, man. We're killing it. This is great. I love doing this. Oh, yeah. Let us know if you want to be on the show. Hit us up on Instagram. We'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Definitely maybe. ASCF fans, it's producer Eric. Join us next week for one of the most quotable classics of English cinema with Nail and I. Tune in to see who our special guest is.